Welcome back. I'm Carmi. And this is Cassandra. And we're Too, Too Good, Good to, to Be, be true. true. And this week we're going to be going over pastel QAnon. But before I start, quickly, um, if you listen to us on Pandora or I believe Stitcher or Sirius XM, you're probably not going to hear us for a little while on there. So I would look at maybe finding another platform. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, you can find us on any other podcast app that you've downloaded where you can copy our RSS feed and paste it in. Or if you go to our main web page, which is listed at the bottom of our show notes, you can listen right there on Anchor. And we're just having a lot of technical difficulties with Pandora. And I have been going back and forth for a while with representative and getting nowhere. So for the time being, I have just completely pulled our show from those platforms. And I'm going to give it like a week or two, maybe. And then try to reconnect them and see if maybe that sorts out the issues. If not, we might be permanently off there. But yeah, hopefully it works. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep everybody updated on the situation. But I think that's all I really had to talk about. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. Let's go. Let's do it. We're going to go into a bit of a mind fuck here. Can't and wait. <laughs> to understand pastel QAnon, we need to understand, first of all, what QAnon in general is. So QAnon is a far-right political movement that focuses on conspiracy theories, and it originated in 2017. The core conspiracy theory of QAnon is that there is a large satanic group of powerful cannibalistic pedophiles operating a global child sex trafficking ring that is for some reason not known to me, conspiring against Donald Trump. Never in my life heard of this. <laughs> well, get ready. Honestly. It's a wild ride. It began with a 4chan user using the name Q Clearance Patriot, who from now on I'll just refer to as Q because that's easier. Yeah. On October 28th, 2017, Q posted in a thread titled Calm Before the Storm, which was a phrase used by Donald Trump to describe a gathering of American military leaders that he had attended. The storm... Eventually, it was used by QAnon to describe an event in which thousands of child-eating pedophiles would be arrested, imprisoned, and even executed for their acts by the Trump administration. Where are they saying these people are? Just all over? Yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> There's quite a few. Q claimed to be a government official who had Q clearance, meaning that they had clearance to access top-secret classified information on nuclear weapons and materials. Which I have to immediately call bullshit on because anybody that has that kind of clearance is not talking about it online. They are not allowed yeah, to. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> advert. First of all, you wouldn't advertise that, and also, if you do, you're getting in trouble. Even on, um, you know, anonymous websites like Reddit or 4chan or whatever, you people that have those kinds of positions know they can't even anonymously talk about it. Right. I actually had a friend from high school who worked for the government briefly, like the government government, not like right. state level. And she didn't do anything like to, you know, it wasn't even military based and she would not tell me anything about her job. She couldn't. She couldn't. All classified. Yeah. QAnon has named many people as being part of the trafficking ring, including democratic politicians, actors, government officials, business tycoons, and even medical experts. The group also believes that the 2020 presidential election was rigged and stolen. They're those people. Okay. 
the group, <laughs> the group has a very heavy online presence, though the exact number of members is unknown because they do tend to operate on those anonymous forums. Right. Members have been involved in several acts of violence. The most well-known act was the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol. Those people. Those people. Those people. And everyone who's really aware of that, you know, the main thing that you associate with that is that shaman guy. The one with the body paint and the yeah. the headpiece. Mm-hmm. That's who that is. I'm not saying he's Q, but that's the group he's with. That he's with that group. Mm-hmm. Bunch of crazies. Yeah. And there was also an attack against Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband, during a home invasion in which he was hit with a hammer. For those of you... I don't ever remember hearing about that either. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about it, but I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention. But for those of you who are not Americans or just aren't familiar with the madness going on over here, um, Nancy Pelosi was our, um, what they called, Speaker of the House in the U.S. Senate. Or not the Senate, the House of Representatives. And that's yeah. like kind of third rank. It's the president, then the vice president, and then the speaker. So should the president and the vice president both be, you know, maybe they're assassinated or something happens, they can't, she's third in rank. So that's who she is. It was her husband who was attacked. Pizzagate preceded QAnon and paved the way for all this insanity. That began in March 2016. A campaigner for Hillary Clinton, John Podesta's emails were leaked and conspiracy theorists believed that there was a secret code detailing child sex abuse. Followers of QAnon claimed that high-profile Democrats, such as Hillary, were sexually abusing children at a place called Comet Ping Pong, a pizzeria located on Connecticut Avenue in Washington, D.C. This led to a man attacking the establishment at gunpoint. Seriously? (laughs) Yes. A place where there's, like, children and... Fun times, they attacked it with mm-hmm. guns. Mm-hmm. And this was all Pizzagate, and that's why it's called Pizzagate. And that's and this all kind of preceded all of QAnon's All of the craziness. QAnon stuff. This also led to the group using hashtag Save the Children, which has caused Save the Children, an actual non-governmental organization dedicated to improving the lives of children, to protest, as they should. Because they don't want their name associated with this garbage. How in the hell did... I just don't understand why they think all this shit's going on. Or are they just making this up in their own minds? Like I have a feeling it's probably mentally ill individuals or just... Right. I, I, just people that are more susceptible to this kind of manipulation. To being manipulated by the story. By the masterminds basically. behind yeah. it, yeah. So all of this led to Q's <clears throat> first post on 4chan in which he stated that Hillary Clinton was going to be arrested. He later claimed that Hillary had been detained, but not yet arrested. And Q's popularity continued to grow through November 2017, with more posts talking about the Clintons and the supposed trafficking ring. Eventually, though, the focus moved away from the Clintons and more into a worldwide trafficking ring. Followers began looking for clues to confirm their beliefs, and at one point even claimed that Trump simply sipping water was a secret clue that arrests in the trafficking ring would soon take place. Like, how the fuck? <laughs> he sipped just, water at this specific moment, and that is a clue. where they're getting this from. It's kind of... 
I just don't get it. That's like, the that's the mind fuck part. And, like, why would you and at why? any point come up with and any of this? And why the Clintons? Like, well, it's a far right wing political movement, so they're, so just they're obsessed are... with Trump. Honestly, there have been comparisons between QAnon and um, Nazi groups. Right. There's people that are saying that they're basically Nazis rebranded as another name. As another name, like into a different In the way the Nazis group. just blindly followed Hitler. Here we have this group of they're psychos just blindly, blindly following, following Trump. That's crazy. Other rumors spread by QAnon was that Hillary and her family had already been indicted and that they were all wearing ankle monitoring bracelets. They also claimed that there was a snuff video showing Hillary... And Huma Abedin, a member of Hillary's staff, murdering a child, drinking her blood, and wearing her face as a mask. Now, do you think if something like that existed, we might actually know about it? Yeah, I would think I we would think know that's about gonna it. Be under wraps, and only QAnon is going to know about yeah, it. Yeah, I think if something like that actually happened, that would like blow the fuck up. That'd be <laughs> all over the place. Right. There's no way somebody would see that and be like, "Hmm, better keep that to myself." Because that's pretty sick. In November of 2017, 4chan moderators set up a YouTube channel to further promote QAnon. Also during this time, Q moved his post to 8chan, which became the new home for QAnon. 8chan then got shut down in August of 2019 after being connected to a mass shooting at a Walmart in El Paso, Texas, as well as other violent acts. Followers then moved to N-Chan until 8-Chan was restored and became 8-Kun. I can't say I've ever visited any of these websites. No, I feel I'm like not I've interested. heard of 8-Chan. I've heard of 4-Chan for sure. Something, one of them. I've but I of have no desire to visit them. No. QAnon continued to grow with a November 2017 article in Newsweek calling it Pizzagate on Steroids. It was also endorsed by celebrities like Roseanne Barr... And merch was found on Amazon in 2018. Roseanne did kind of really go off the deep end. Yeah. She did a lot of Trump stuff and was really inappropriate and ended up getting canceled off her Canceled off her, off own, her show. own show, yeah, which is I mean, I bad. watched the first episode of that. And just the first episode alone, I was like, nope. It was nothing but politics. Yeah. It was literally just, the only thing I remember about it was Jackie was a Democrat and Roseanne was a Trump supporter and all of the jokes revolved around, revolved that. around that. And it was not funny and it was People just... People want to watch sitcoms to escape from shit like that? Yeah, we they don't, don't we want don't, that yeah, in we their don't sitcoms. That. <laughs> That's even like, okay, Grey's Anatomy did a whole, like, oh my God, they went deep into a COVID storyline and I was just like, God damn it, we see enough of this in the real world. Right. Can you, just for TV, can we pretend this shit doesn't exist and you just go on about your romantic your days craziness and, and your crazy storylines with this person and that yeah, person? I actually stopped watching it at that point because I just completely lost interest. I don't even know if I'll be able to pick back up. But right. And then again, like I said with Roseanne, it was the one episode and I was done. I was out. A book titled QAnon, An Invitation to the Great Awakening, which is said to be authored by 12 followers, was near the top of Amazon's bestseller list at this point. But I do want to make a point that the bestseller list on Amazon is really easy to manipulate because it's based on the total number of sales. And authors can just okay. purchase a bunch of their own book to bump it. To bump it up? Yeah, so wow. They could, they could just purchase a bunch of their own stuff and like sell it you know, themselves from, like, their garage or whatever. So there's no other, like, 
basis for no. that. It's all just sales. Number of sales. So anything that boasts being, you know, a bestseller on Amazon that doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean it's a good quality book. It's correct. It just means somebody bought a bunch of copies and it very well could have been the very person who wrote it. You never know. Merch was also available on both Etsy and Teespring. Then websites and Facebook groups began to appear with millions of members. Russian-backed social media accounts began to promote QAnon claims in 2017, and in 2018, Time called Q one of the 25 most influential people on the internet. Which, again, I want to point out that influential does not mean does good. Does not mean good. Yeah. <laughs> it just means that they're influencing people in one way or another. Right. Then, Hitler was influential. Exactly. Was he a good man? No. No. In 2021, the Sufan Center, a research group focused on national security, found that one-fifth of all QAnon posts from January 2020 to February 2021 were made by foreign accounts, most of which were in Russia and China. Okay. By 2021, German and Japanese QAnon following was growing as well. And there are three pro-QAnon groups still in existence in Japan in 2022. There's Jayanon, Q Army Japan Flynn, and Yamato Q. Then during the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic between March and June 2020, QAnon activity on Facebook nearly tripled, and on Instagram and Twitter it nearly doubled, and QAnon had now spread to Europe. A lot of this stuff did picked up, pick up during the pandemic because, you know, people were home weren't working they're spending all their time online. on the internet and, and they're just, just digging deeper into digging the into shit that's like nonsense mm-hmm. and there's no basis for it either like i i just that's you that's know, the crazy it, part about it it's you completely know baseless claim yeah that's that's how like you know these people are really being manipulated because like where's the proof do you know what I mean? Exactly. That's the thing. They cannot offer you any proof of any of this. They just, trust me, bro. That's their source. Trust me. I know <laughs> that this happened. Hillary Clinton wore a dead kid's face as a mask. Source, trust me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it's like, though. <laughs> One in four Britons believe in QAnon theories, but luckily only 6% actually support the group. Which still, 6% is 6% right. too high. that's still not great. <laughs> Canadians have also promoted QAnon. In July of 2020, a QAnon follower armed with a gun drove into the grounds of the temporary home of Justin Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister, and attempted to arrest him over COVID and firearms restrictions. <laughs> like out of nowhere? It's <laughs> like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to arrest the Prime Minister. How did he think that was going to (laughs) go? I just don't even get that. That's that's insane. Like, we're just going to roll up on him. (laughs) We're going to get him. (laughs) We're going to get him. (laughs) There were also convoy protests in 2022 that officials believe were a coordinated effort between QAnon, conspiracy theorists, and anti-vaccine and anti-government organizations. The movement, unfortunately, has also spread to Spain and Latin America. Ooh, and I saw one of the countries, and hmm. I can't, don't quote me on this, but I believe it's Brazil, has the great value brand shaman. Like, they have their own version. 
painted in their own colors and he's got the headgear and shit just like the guy that, just like that guy yeah yeah that went to they the like completely copied him they got their own now hmm i think it's brazil i know for sure one of them has it and i'm i'm like 99 percent sure it's brazil but he didn't write it in my notes so i'm not quite sure and QAnon has a massive list of insane claims in 2018, one of Q's claims was that Obama was going to send technology to both Iran and North Korea. He also accused Planned Parenthood of harvesting fetuses for profit. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't... I have no idea. What reason would they have to do that? I don't know. Maybe they were supposed to be selling it to... Because you remember that weird thing about celebrities putting, like, baby cells on their skin to like make them more youthful maybe it was part of that i don't know i don't like know. this st- oh yeah you know what i think i heard that like the it's like the stuff you get from like the um, I, I do actually go into that more later on i'll explain placenta it. or whatever yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll explain it but i'm wondering if that might be why they were thinking i'm not gonna say for sure because hmm. i'm not nuts like this i don't know what the thought process would be he also accused Ruth Bader Ginsburg of being involved with the child sex trafficking. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. That's realistic. One of the most well-known claims by Q was that Epstein didn't kill himself. Now, I know you've seen so that. So that's where that came from? I know from? you've seen that. Everyone's I have definitely seen that. Seen that. That's now, like all over the place. When that first started appearing, I was already like, y'all are crazy. And I just didn't give it any thought. Like, I just, I ignore it all. But because I'm looking into this, I I did look it up a little bit. And from what I gather, what they believe is that he's not dead. I, when I first saw it, I thought they were alluding to the fact that maybe he was murdered instead of having That's what I thought. That's not. But I never really looked into it. That's not what it is. They believe he's still alive. He's still alive. And that there's a secret island where all these wealthy people are hiding out. And doing all these bad things I, I'm not that really, they claim I'm they do. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure, but I think so. But um, but they claim he's alive and hiding. Okay. Yeah. It, Q made many predictions as well, including the arrest of Hillary Clinton. People targeted by Trump committing mass suicide in 2018. A car bombing in London in 2018. He also predicted that the CIA installed North Korea's leader... Kim Jong-un as a puppet ruler and that Obama and Hillary Clinton were planning a coup against Trump. Then, when none of these things happened or were proven to be true, he claimed it was all misdirection. Instead of being like, you know what? I was wrong. He's like, I gotcha. I gotcha. He didn't want to admit he was wrong, so he's like, you know what? Misdirection. (laughs) Like I didn't in the, want you to see <laughs> in ten I things I hate about you, and Cat like shows the coach her boobs. Her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, Q. No, this isn't that. That isn't what we're doing here. Public figures that Q has named to be involved with the cannibalistic child sex trafficking ring include Joe Biden, of course, Barack Obama, yet again, of course, Hillary Clinton, because we don't like Democrats, George Soros, Bill Gates, Pope Francis. The Dalai Lama himself. Pope Francis? What did that man ever do? (laughs) Dr. Fauci, Oprah Winfrey, Ellen DeGeneres, 
Lady Gaga, who's like the sweetest person in the world. A very random list of people. (laughs) Chrissy Teigen and Tom Hanks. (laughs) They really hate Tom Hanks. He comes up again later on. I don't know why they hate that man so much. Wow. I mean, let me be honest. Not a huge fan. He's not one of my favorites. I mean, he's not one of my favorite actors either, but as a human, I but don't know that much about But he's not a bad person. Like, I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't know him like that. Like, I have nothing against yeah, him. Yeah, like, I, I didn't just pick a random a human celebrity. Being. <laughs> like, I'm, okay, there's a celebrity that I cannot stand. I can't stand him. I will not watch any of his movies. Can I tell you why I can't stand him? No. No. <laughs> I just can't stand him. Hugh Grant. Whatever it is about that man, I can't stand him. You but am I going to sit here him. and be like... He's a child sex trafficker, and he eats babies. (laughs) And wears their faces. Like, that's insane. Q supporters believe that Trump would be reinstated as president and that mass election fraud had occurred. They have claimed that Hollywood elite are involved in extracting adrenaline from children's blood to produce adrenochrome, which is a psychoactive drug. This is the thing we were talking about. What the fuck? Right? Even... It, they 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 think that they're extracting adrenaline from kids. Is that blood. even a thing you could even do if you wanted to? Yes, adrenochrome is a real thing. Okay, <laughs> that's what yes, I needed but, to know. But this isn't happening. All right. They even claimed that the Pixar film Monsters Inc. was a cryptic reference to adrenochrome harvesting. Like in what Monsters Inc. That's the cutest movie in the world. And what? Yeah. How? Where? So innocent. Nobody even bleeds in that movie. What are you talking yeah. about? In 2020, celebrities began posting shots of themselves without camera-ready makeup, and conspiracy theorists believed it was because they were suffering from adrenochrome withdrawal. Actually, you fucking dorks. It was just because it was quarantine and they didn't have makeup artists. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) It makes more sense than what the fuck they're saying. (laughs) Like, people are allowed to not wear makeup, guys. They're allowed to have a rough-looking day. They're gonna look worse if they're not all done up like they normally are. I mean, it doesn't mean that they're going through baby-killing withdrawal. For real. (laughs) Also, in 2020, Timothy Charles Holmseth, a QAnon promoter, and his group, the Pentagon Pedophile Task Force, which, by the way, has nothing to Pentagon do with the actual Pentagon. Pentagon. Task Force. <laughs> has nothing to do with the Pentagon. That name is just well, something else. They spread false claims of tens of thousands of children being held hostage and tortured in New York City. This is where the spread of the hashtag Save the Children started. Really? I did not know that either. Mm-hmm. And I did see that also circulating quite a bit on social media back yeah, in the day. I did, and yeah. I was like, hell yeah, save the children. But then when I looked into it, I was like, y'all are fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I am not coming up with this I'm not going to go ahead and share that. In May of 2022, Jason Frank, a supporter of QAnon, gathered a crew of armed vigilante members and set up camps at the U.S. southern border with Mexico to intercept migrant children who they believed were being sex trafficked. They feed the children burgers and hand out Let's Go Brandon t-shirts. Now. Oh, yeah. For those of you not familiar with Let's Let's Go Go Brandon, Brandon. it is a cry against Joe Biden. And the way it started was at a NASCAR event of all places. Could you get more redneck? Okay. We're at the NASCAR event in Talladega at the raceway there in Alabama. And there was like a news lady, like a sportscaster, interviewing somebody. 
And in the background, a group of people got together and started chanting, fuck Joe Biden. She must heard them. Somebody said, what are they saying? And she said, I think they're saying, let's go, Brandon. So it became their thing. So they, they would latched. say, let's yeah. go, Brandon. Really means fuck mean Joe Biden. fuck Joe Biden. Right. It's like a way for them to be able to say it. It's a silly little inside joke for them. And they can put it on t-shirts and it's not like offensive because it doesn't actually say. Because it doesn't actually Biden. say fuck Joe Biden. It's saying let's go, Brandon. I drive by a giant let's go, Brandon sign every day on the way to and from work and i'm always like you know and here's the thing it it was written on some money that was like in my drawer the one day and me and manny were like we're putting this in the in the in the bad money in the bad money the one one that the one time we had that dollar that said nut sweat pews (laughs) nut sweat pews well like okay I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm all about Joe Biden either. Because I'm not. I don't. I believe all of these politicians are just, none of them are, are perfect. There's not, no politician There's, then, there's none perfect. that I think exactly, isn't really corrupt in some way. Honestly, the closest you might get to a politician who is not corrupt in any way might be Obama. Yeah. And. I agree. And so I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, they shouldn't say let's go, Brandon, because I'm so into Biden and whatever. I'm just saying you shouldn't say it because it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. And exactly. Trump is definitely not any better than Biden. In fact, I would definitely go so far as to say he's quite a bit worse. That's fair to say. <laughs> so after they, you know, give these children some burgers, get some burgers. they hand out their stupid t-shirts these kids who don't even understand what that means they're like what the fuck is this (laughs) they ask the children for information on relatives in the u.s they might be trying to reach and then they call border control agents to take them to federally run shelters instead because they're dicks that's definitely an ass holish thing to do Mm -hmm. q has stated that vaccines are part of a big pharma conspiracy theory And this was used by people during the COVID-19 pandemic to spread misinformation about vaccines. And I know we've all seen that as well. Vaccines are going to kill you. Yeah, this all sounding very much like a lot of shit I've heard. There's, let me just say, there is a customer of (laughs) ours. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't even want to know. Very conspiracy theorist kind of, you know, thoughts and comes in and says shit like this all the time. Like everything that you're saying, mm-hmm. I've probably heard some version. Oh yeah, of it there's out a lot of, of it around here. Mouth. A lot of it. I mean, honestly, we we live in a pretty rural area. We're not going to pinpoint where we live, but we live in a pretty rural area. And in the rural areas, especially, there's a lot of this. It really infiltrates here yeah. because they're not as educated and they don't have. So now I'm thinking you know, to myself, this person probably saw a lot of this shit yep. at this time. And, and they was were all like, on Facebook. Falling for all of it. Mm-hmm. All of it. And some QAnon members have expressed belief in lizard people. Or that the people in power in the U.S. consist of shape-shifting reptilian humanoids. Just let it out, girl. Just let it out. <laughs> this just gets worse and worse. <laughs> I'm just like, what? It does get Reptilian creatures. And it's about to get a little worse. In an ironic turn of events, in December 2020, a QAnon follower who had run for Congress in Bossier Parish, Louisiana, was arrested on charges of 
none other than child pornography, a QAnon member. So one of the members mm-hmm. actually got arrested for this. All this shit that they're claiming other people are doing. Ben Gibson, a Republican candidate who lost the race for the U.S. House of Representatives, was arrested for allegedly engaging in pornography involving minors under the age of 13. Which is disgusting. Under 13? That's even Any of it is gross, but under 13 is is just another level. He and another Bossier City resident, Jared Kutz, were arrested. Gibson, of course, pushed Trump's America First policy. And he had also stated that he was a firefighter in Bossier City, but the fire chief at that station said he had never worked there or in any position for the city. So he's a big, fat liar So he and was, a like, trying and to make himself sound like he does good deeds, right. but, like, no. really, he's just sick. A pedo. Yeah. And I tried to follow up on that and see, like, if he'd actually been sentenced or anything, and I couldn't find a damn thing. So I don't know what's really going right. on with that. I don't know if he is awaiting a trial or anything like that. Maybe they're keeping it hush-hush for now. I'm not sure. Could, could be. Because this was, like I said, this was in 2020. So, in, in late 2020. So, it's really only been Yeah, maybe like they're just, like, years. keeping it under the wraps or something. So, yes. now that we know what QAnon is and the weirdos behind it, we're going to get into... I can't even believe there's more layers to this. There's more layers. So, we're going to get into what is pastel QAnon and how does it work. You lost me at reptilians. <laughs> I was like, where are they coming up with this? And you know, that's the thing. I'd seen that too on Facebook. People talking about lizard people. And I was like, haha, that's a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. They full-heartedly believe that? They really do. They really do. They think that these people were, were replaced. They think they were legitimately people at one point. But then they were replaced with, with the humanoids. Yeah. Do they eat bugs? I don't, you know what? I don't know. I or just children. Lizards. Or just children. Maybe they eat children and bugs. I don't know. It's the balanced diet. I don't know. Well, pastel QAnon is used to describe techniques meant to attract women into the QAnon conspiracy theory. Because while there are some women players in it, it's largely men. So we need a way to, to get the women involved here. I feel like... Not to be... A bitch or anything. But that just goes to show that women may or may not be a tad smarter. <laughs> not all of us. Not all of us. Not all of us. But like, Let me get into this and you might change your stance on that. Okay. <laughs> Pastel QAnon is used to describe, like I said, techniques meant to attract women into the QAnon conspiracy theory. The target demographic is white, Republican-leaning women, a.k.a. Soccer moms. Soccer moms. We're going after the soccer moms. The strategy uses soft colors, most notably pastels, to draw women in. Oh, okay. I get where we're going with this. Mm -hmm. It is widely used on popular social media sites such as Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Influencers using this technique tend to focus on maternal instincts such as child sex abuse and sex trafficking of children, which is a main thing with QAnon. That is true. Pastel QAnon is common amongst wellness and spiritual or religious influencers. And a researcher at Concordia University in Canada, Mark Andre Argentino, is credited with coming up with the term. So pastel tactics began to appear online around April 2020 during the COVID-19 pandemic 
and a lot of the content related to the pandemic itself. It is also associated with MLMs or multi-level marketing, marketing schemes. schemes. Yes. And we've covered one of those. We did. Some things targeted by QA moms, as they call themselves. <laughs> I can't with the names of these things, honestly. Are GMOs or genetically modified organisms in food and vaccines. The movement uses <laughs> gateway messaging to attract women to QAnon. They use social media to spread messages regarding health and wellness and child protection and trafficking. They often use informal anecdotal language and styles to attract women. The gateway messaging is used because any outright mention of QAnon is banned on most social media at this point, and it's going to result in your posts being removed. So hopefully when I talk about this in our show notes and posting it, they won't remove it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that could be a problem. I, I hope not, but I mean, I doubt it considering it's a podcast talking about it and not me trying to influence people to um, go after Tom Hanks. <laughs> To go after Tom Hanks. <laughs> Fuck Tom Hanks. No, I'm just kidding. So these influencers will use spirituality and the, gate ma- the gateway messages to connect with women so that the women feel an almost personal bond with the influencers. Sounds like B-Dong. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was going to say, a lot of what I'm talking about I see mirrored in these fitness and spiritual influencers. And like I, like you just said... One of them that we've already covered, Brittany Dawn, I mean, she is just mocked endlessly online for everything in her life, being beige and brown and pastel and using these techniques. The movement is known to use private groups or social media stories that will auto-delete after the message has been spread. They then claim to not be familiar with QAnon, of course. Because they have already disappeared. Yeah, and then the ladies, of course, won't admit openly their involvement. That with they're QAnon. involved they with that They try group. to make it sound like they just really care about the children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, like, really wanted to help the children. And I really like beige. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite color. <laughs> Some tactics used by the movement include pastel or diluted colors. Handwriting right. or script font, glitter, inspirational quotes or messages, and illustrations or photos of natural scenery. So it's like some weird-ass message over top a picture of mountains. Of like, yeah, <laughs> something pretty. Yeah. They also use spiritual or motivational quotes to appeal to women. And there are several types of pastel QAnon accounts. Multi-level marketing QAnon uses MLMs to build their brands. Esoteric uses spirituality, tarot reading, yoga, and mediumship. And lifestyle QAnon influencers are fitness coaches or models or lifestyle coaches. Alternative healing QAnon build their brand through mommy blogging and the use of natural parenting, anti-vaccine rhetoric, and alternative medicine. Now, I don't know if you've heard this term, crunchy moms. I've heard of it, yeah. Those are your crunchy moms. Like the people that want to do everything healthy. Everything natural, no GMOs, no vaccines, no this, no that. They call themselves crunchy moms. Crunchy moms are your alternative QA moms. They're your neo hippies. They really are going after these uh, soccer moms Mm -hmm. and like 
you know. They found their target demographic and they they're sure going did. at them hard. Now, Mark Andre Argentino conducted research including 76 pastel QAnon influencers on Instagram between March 2020 and September 2020. He found that they had accumulated 2,700,000 followers during this period, which is an increase of 160% prior to his data collection. So, yeah, I take back what I said, because bitches be crazy. <laughs> the follower... They really fell deep in that hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, the follower increase saw three periods of rapid increase. Between March 15th and April 18th, which was the beginning of the pandemic, so everybody's at home on Instagram because they can't go Yeah, they got quarantine. nothing better to do. Vaccines aren't out yet, so they're chilling at home, social distancing. It also increased rapidly between May 31st and June 6th, which correlated with QAnon's anti-COVID vaccine messaging, and July 5th to August 29th, which is when hashtag Save the Children began to take over the internet. The last increase was due to new accounts being created after the ban of QAnon material on Instagram. So after they all got the boot because they were promoting some crazy shit, they made brand new accounts and accumulated a bunch of other followers. Collectively, the accounts shared 22.1k posts during this period, which amounts to 770 posts per week. 770 posts per week. Per week. They're really shoving it down your throat. Exactly. The accounts became more active during the week of May 17th, around the beginning of the pandemic. The accounts relied heavily on videos, reels, IGTV, or stories on Instagram, IGTV. <coughs> sorry. Excuse you, ma'am. Excuse I'm so me. sorry. I'm not even going to edit that out. It's a sneeze. <laughs> Whatever. It happens. Freaking lizard person. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I'm spreading my lizard disease to you. Um, the IGTV, it's not a thing I, I really think about a whole lot. I, I actually kind of forget it's there a lot. But yeah. IGTV is kind of like reels enhanced, I guess. You can upload. Like, I've heard you can upload longer it. videos. Like you can upload, I think, up to an hour on IGTV. Right. Whereas reels are limited to like are what short. a minute, maybe ninety I seconds. Know. I don't even know. It's my, I think it's sixty seconds is the longest reel you can do. And then stories, of course, they disappear within twenty four hours. So you can put up your crazy messaging, and then a bunch it's of people gone. can see it, and then it's gone. You can be like, I don't even know what you're talking. You're about. like, what? <laughs> I didn't do that. Argentina's research shows that most of these influencers already had large followings before entering into the world of QAnon. And prior to June 2020, most of them didn't interact with each other or have any type of QAnon content. So they were at one point just legitimately like fitness influencers or mommy bloggers or what have you. And then for whatever reason, they fell I, into I guess, this or whatever. I guess because the pandemic started and like I said, they're stuck at home. They're on the stuck internet at home. All day. We're looking at the internet and they saw yeah, all these things. They kind of fell into kind it. Kind of fell and, for it, I and guess. And of course, all of their already devoted fans just came along for the ride. Exactly. That's what it sounds like to me. It's like they just saw it, fell into it, believed it. And then of course, when you have a following of people already they're gonna listen to whatever you say that's how it works with influencers Mm -hmm. you know they're just along for the ride get very into it and 
like we were talking about before we started recording, like I said, the paras- the parasocial relationships that people develop with these influencers. Yeah, because they feel like they know they them. They feel like they, they know them personally, really. and they yeah. think that, oh, we're besties, and like, oh, you know, I'm going to support her in everything that she says that she and does. does. They go yeah. to bat for these women. If somebody calls them out, you know, they... I mean, with Brittany Dawn, I mean, all the craziness that's out there about her, you know, the fact that there's an active lawsuit and the girl's about to go to trial. There are people who are actively screenshotting, you know, comments on Reddit, YouTube videos, TikToks, anything that's saying anything bad about her whatsoever. And they're sending it to her so that she can try and pursue slander and libel suits. But the fact remains that to win a slander or libel or defamation suit you have to prove two things one that it's untrue and two that it is affecting your life in some way negatively when all the stuff that's being said about her is completely true in fact most of the stuff being said about her is being said by her and it's just people reposting Reposting her own stuff and making commentary on it which doesn't violate the copyright law by the way exactly and but despite all of this, and if these women would do one simple Google search and pull their heads out of their asses, asses yeah. they would see what she truly is. But they don't. They are so up her ass that they are trying to get the rest of the people that are trying to shine light on what's happening. They're trying to get them in trouble instead of focusing on the fact that she's already in trouble. This is true. That's exactly what they're doing. So, like I said, um, they relied a lot on videos. And there were 12,300 video posts that reached 76.8 million views so during this time frame. So people were just sharing and resharing mm-hmm. this over and over? Yeah, and all these influencers were getting on board. And, like, like I said, over 12,000 video posts during this time frame alone that reached over 76 million views. That's insane. And once involved in QAnon, these influencers brought their brands, aesthetics, and networks into the radicalized movement. So like I said, they just brought them along for the ride. And there are three examples. Now, there's more than three things, I'm sure, out there. But there are three examples of conspiracy theories spread through social media listed on the University of Central Florida's Center for the Study of Human Trafficking and Modern Slavery's website. The first one being the Wayfair Scandal. Beginning in July 2020, people on social media began sharing posts alleging that the furniture company Wayfair was involved in child sex trafficking. The website listed certain high-priced items with female names on their site, and people began to share theories that the names of the items corresponded to the names of to missing an children. Mm-hmm. They thought it corresponded to the names of missing children and that the items were priced so high because it was all a front to sell those missing children into trafficking. To sell trafficking. those children. It wasn't actually shelving or I had never heard storage units. It was kids. The conspiracy began on Reddit with a post by user Princess Peach 1987 Some of the pieces she was questioning were the Naraya storage cabinet by WFX Utility, for $14,499.99. I mean, that is pretty excessive. <laughs> it is, but we'll get to that. <laughs> the Yuritsa Storage Cabinet by WFX Utility for $13,799.99. The Olivia Storage Cabinet 
again by WFX Utility for $12,699.99. And the Samaya 5 Shelf Storage Cabinet, again by WFX Utility for $12,899.99. The post went viral on Facebook and Instagram within hours, and I remember seeing it. And I remember Wayfair being inundated with women on all of their, any of their sponsored posts or their ads was just people explain this, explain that. Why is this like why this? Why is this like you're, this? You're trafficking children. It was yeah. just wild accusations, wild accusations that came out of nowhere. The claims were later proven to be false. One of the girls said to be missing, Samaya Muman, a 17-year-old from Columbus, Ohio, made a video stating that she was, in fact, not missing. Okay. Another, so, like, she ran away. Yeah. Another young lady, Samaya Duplessis, returned home in May of 2020, again proving these claims to be false. Okay. Many of the names are used in multiple products on the site anyway. It's not just the Samaya cabinets. There's also maybe, like, Samaya pillows or Samaya throws. Right. They're not all that. Well, BBC got involved and they questioned Wayfair about the high pricing because they want to clear it up. Wayfair told them that the pricing was fair because these items were industrial-sized and meant to be used for businesses, not just regular consumers. Not just a person. So these like, were, these were okay. commercial-sized storage, storage containers and lockers. Okay. That's why they were so pricey. That makes sense. Additionally, some of the prices were just glitches and would later go on to be corrected. Because they had some pillows that All were right. astronomical prices and they were like, oops. <laughs> and they just fixed Our it. bad. <laughs> After these claims were debunked, people began to claim that by entering the SKUs of items along with the code SRCUSA from a previously debunked conspiracy theory involving poor old Tom Hanks. <laughs> My God, leave Tom Hanks alone. They said that if you entered these SKUs along with this code on the Russian search engine Yandex, images of young girls would appear. However, any string of numbers entered will result in the same damn thing. You can put anything in there. You can put You're anything just gonna get in there. random girls. And Yandex is kind of funky. I've I've used it. I use it for like um, reverse image searches. Okay. Sometimes Yandex will pull up better results than a Google image search. And so if I can't find what I'm looking for on Google Image, I'll go to Yandex and do that. And more times than not, I will get what I'm looking for. I'll get traced back to the source on Yandex. But I've never tried this because I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, like, who who's out there actually, like, trying this to see what happens? How did who that thought even people? enter their mind? Yeah, where do you even come up with that? Because it's so random. Like, it makes no sense. Right. On July 20th, 2020, the anti-human trafficking organization in charge of the National Human Trafficking Hotline called Polaris released a statement that the Wayfair conspiracy theory was not true and had no basis in fact. There was another one that went around involving zip ties. In 2018, a woman made a post on social media where she claimed to have found a zip tie on her car's side mirror. She stated that that is how human traffickers are targeting potential victims, and the post went viral. The woman claimed... I may or may not have seen this. I've seen this, for sure. It sounds familiar. The woman claimed that traffickers were tying the zip ties onto lampposts, side mirrors, mailboxes, and fences. 
Subsequently, the San Angelo police received multiple calls from worried citizens, so they released a statement on October 15th to address the rumors, which were, of course, unfounded. First of all, first of all, the car shown in the woman's post wasn't even hers. (laughs) Of course it wasn't. Polaris again stepped in to inform the public that traffickers do not use this method. Instead, they lure victims psychologically by manipulating, deceiving, threatening, or defrauding them. Yeah, we know that. Polaris also stated that most victims are trafficked by people they already know, and that strangers abducting women for this purpose is quite rare, so that the use of tags is not needed. And this is true. Most trafficking victims will be trafficked by somebody they already know. Some of them are actually sold into trafficking by their own parents. By their own family members, yeah. And a lot of times, they are, like this said, they're manipulated, they're gaslighted, they're brainwashed into... Into thinking that's what they need that to do. That's what they need to do for this person. Or they can be defrauded into it. It can be, say, an immigrant... And they are promised a job here in America. So they come right. over here and bam. They're sex like, traffic. we'll give you this if you give us this. Or they don't even tell them. They just tell them, hey, um, actually I watched, it's it's a not a mini-series because I think it was just a two-parter. Okay. And I will just say that it's, it's graphic and it's very sad. And it was actually, I think, oh. I think it was on Lifetime. It has Mira Sorvino in it. Okay. And it's about these girls that were promised modeling contracts. And so they come to the States under this guise of, we're going to be models. And they were immediately sold into and sex instead trafficking. And they're sold into sex trafficking. And that's kind of what happens in some cases. And then, like I said, in other cases, they are literally sold by their own parents. Because maybe the parents need the money. They need the money or they probably are here not legally like you were saying and the and the people that are taking their children are like oh well if you give us your kids then we won't tell anybody Mm -hmm. and they can be trafficked by any anybody else that they know you know any other family member family friends anything like that they just get kind of brainwashed and sucked into it and that's it and the third one i'm going to go over is f i think it's f I-B-I, maybe F-1-B-1. It was a little unclear, but I think it's F-I-B-I. Okay. And this is another case of a post on Facebook growing viral. A woman in Bricktown, New Jersey, posted a photo of her friend's car with this F-I-B-I written on the back window and claimed that this is another mark from traffickers. F-I-B-I being an acronym for one female, one baby. Once again, Polaris was like, y'all dumb. And they clarified that traffickers typically do not kidnap or grab strangers. And Bricktown Police Sergeant Jim Kelly also stated that the police department was not aware of any known markings at the time. He was like, this is all bullshit. It sounds a bit ridiculous. It's far-fetched. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. This is the, and this is the damage that's done. And this is the part where I get pissed off. And I vocalized this before and I will do it again. When you are sharing this shit online, you are completely misinforming people about how trafficking actually works. Works. And there are these stupid soccer moms 
out there thinking that they're going to get trafficked out the Walmart parking lot or the Costco parking lot. Yeah, or somebody's these... going to follow you out of the fucking Piggly Wiggly and pick you up. That's not how they work. So not only that, you're you're sharing this misinformation. So people don't know the way that it's they true. actually yeah. operate, which gives them a better in mm -hmm. to doing it the way they actually do it. Also, you're wasting resources. When you're right. calling this stuff in all the time to your police departments, they could be out there solving actual crimes, crimes. and you are wasting their time. Wasting their time doing this and shit. Resources. And so I don't I don't care for that. And I am not I'm not a police bootlicker. I'm not going to say all police are great and you shouldn't do this or that. But honestly, they are a resource that you should not be wasting. You know? That is very true. Yes, there's problematic police officers and it's an issue in our country. And I'm not going to shy away from that and say that that's not true. But Because it is. But, but they are... There are legitimate agencies are good and law too, enforcement yeah. officers that want to help, that want to do their job, that want to serve their community, and you are wasting You're your not time helping. keeping them from taking care of actual problems with stupid shit like zip ties. Yeah. And I remember seeing on Facebook at one point where somebody who worked at a car dealership said that the marking on there had something to do with that, like... Had, had had just something just to do with like maybe the tires or probably something probably. that happened on the lot before she drove off with it and she's just now noticing it if people like i feel like i don't think you know in my mind that traffickers want to draw attention to themselves so why would they be using shit like that right exactly <laughs> you know what so, i mean and then, like it makes no sense and then not only that you know this kind of stuff is what builds these weird parasocial, um, obsessive relationships with influencers, and it leads them to believe everything that these women that say. say. And mm -hmm. and like I said, they're speaking to you in such a personal, anecdotal manner that you're thinking she must be telling the truth. And All then right. they start getting into hawking their bullshit products. They get you sucked into MLMs. They get you doing. The fitness scam that Brittany Dawn was running. This is how they pull you this in. This is how they pull you this in. This is how they exactly. pull you in. So while this is all one big conspiracy theory mind fuck, it really does ultimately connect to scams and fraudsters and how they're operating and how they're getting your attention, how they're getting you sucked in, how they're getting you invested in what they're doing. And then they take advantage of you. Very true. So to wrap it up, QAnon is a far-right-leaning political movement that spreads baseless, untrue conspiracy theories. And pastel QAnon is a tactic used by women members to draw in other women. None of the theories have any factually-based evidence and can result in the spread of misinformation and even violence. So. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing that I didn't understand because it's like they were going around saying oh we're trying to stop this this and this but you're kind of not because you're, you're doing not. what, your are, you, what own, are you doing to stop it doing your own violent acts that's not helping the situation and you're scamming people and you're it's just if if anything they said was true do you know what i mean which let it's fair to say it's not but even if it was why would you go around shooting places up and doing this and doing that when you're trying to supposedly 
save the children. And how the fuck or does Trump have anything to do to with, do with any children? of it? Yeah. How's he going to save the children? Yeah. This fucking Oompa Loompa running around. <laughs> we, <laughs> he's not really going to save the children. So, guys, honestly, if it seems too insane to be true, it probably, it probably is. is. <laughs> and also, if it seems, seems too, too good, good to be to true, be true it, it definitely is. It most definitely is. And guys, you can follow us on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook at Too Good to Be True Podcast. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Too Good to Be True Pod. And if you want to shoot us an email, if you want to just chit chat with us, if you want to tell us a story, if you want to give us a suggestion, anything like that, just send us an email, Too Good to Be True Pod at Outlook.com. We really appreciate um, anybody that rates and reviews us because that helps us. You know, the more mm-hmm. people that come to our podcast and see that we've got a solid five star rating and some good reviews, they're going to be more inclined to listen. And we ultimately we're not in this to make money. We just want to be both entertaining and, you know, and try to and help people be informative yeah. and give you some insight into some things to help you. So. By all and, means, share us with your friends. Yeah. Talk about us. Tell your coworkers. You know, rate and review. Follow us on social media. Engage with us. We will talk to you for sure. We will answer your emails, your DMs, what have Definitely you, your will. comments. And another thing we're going to try to do, we're going to try to implement a little bit of a, what do I want to call it? A palate cleanser. Right. So once a month, we've we've already thrown around the idea of kind of, just watching, you know, scam or fraud related TV shows or movies and kind of breaking it down either. I don't want to say giving a review because I am not a a movie critic. Yeah. My idea of a good movie is I watched the movie and I had fun. That's it. Right. If I enjoyed it, it's a good movie. If I I enjoyed it, it's a five star. If I didn't, it's a one star. I got no in between. So I'm not going (laughs) to say we're going to review them, but we're going to discuss them. So we're actually going to start that. I want to say it's the, is it the end of next month we're starting? doing that i can't remember what i can't well you'll see it we're gonna we're gonna start off with uh one that was just released on netflix about a girl that gets involved in credit card scams just kidding um we're actually (laughs) gonna do our movie thing next week is gonna be our first one and what are we doing emily the criminal so guys watch emily the criminal and follow along with us along with us so of course there are going to be spoilers involved because we're going to be talking about what happens. Right. So if you haven't seen it yet, and you want to, and you don't want the spoilers, you might want to skip those, or if you don't care, or if you want to watch it, you know, and, and engage and with us. And then engage with us. That would be cool, too. your, you know, perspective on things. Yeah. And then if you want to, input. let us know how you're feeling about it. Like, is it fun? Do you like it? I mean, we're trying to lighten the mood just a little bit. We don't need every week to be doom and gloom. And awful True. things and people dying. Yeah. And so we're going to try and give you one kind of palate cleanser per month. And we're going to start that soon. So like I said, if you want to let us know how you're feeling about it, or if you have movies you want to suggest or anything, go for it. We're and, up for any type of suggestions. Yeah. We're trying to be here for you and entertain you. So whatever you like or don't like, like let us know. Yeah, we we accept criticism as as well. Yeah, for sure. If there's something that you don't like, by all means let us know and we will do our best to work with you and accommodate you on what you want. So as always, thanks for listening to us. We will catch up with you next week. Bye. Bye. 
a sudden my office just got like super loud, just super loud. And I can't do that. I, I can't focus when people are or screaming super, behind my, like yeah. they stand right behind my back. And, yeah. and then did you see what I did over the weekend? And I'm like, no one cares. Shut up. I'm Shut trying up. I'm trying work. to work. <laughs> and I had already made one mistake because of this. And I was like, uh-uh. So I just, usually I sit with just one AirPod in so that I can still hear if somebody needs my attention. Mm-hmm. I was like, nope, I can't. I put both in to drown out the noise. And I was just sitting there. And, like, my music was on. And I'm just, you know, bopping around, dancing, doing, and I'm doing my thing. Okay, so they're trying to introduce a new person to me. <laughs> Okay, this woman has got the most New Jersey, maybe New York accent I've ever okay. heard in my life. And I turn around and she's like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm just here to introduce myself. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, nah, it's cool. You got your tunes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that oh, is can something. I go home now? <laughs> I just I would like to leave at this point. 